Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to another grand and glorious afternoon here in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We'll spend the next two hours here on the Patrick Lally Show, engaged in some energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, national news, politics. We're your radio home for Minnesota Twins baseball. Get up Mark Patrick Moses is Jeff. coming to. We're gonna we're gonna catch up here on some uh, uh, news and information, and we're gonna have a good old time. Uh, we're gonna solve a little problem I have here just briefly, and then we will get on with it all. Here we go. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we got some really wild stuff today. We're gonna talk uh, with. Uh, about ice racing and sports and entertainment. Uh, Uber producer Dan Peters is here, keeping you updated on the latest news and weather. Thanks for spending some time with us through your radio at Information 1000 KSO, streamed live at KSO.com or on the KSOO mobile app. Remember, you can always follow along on Facebook Live or on our Twitter account, at P. Lally Show. Uh, I got I to tell you folks something that has happened in my life. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not like a revolution or anything, but it's, it's, it's kind of a full disclosure situation. Okay. And that is, uh, I've been working at the bait shop. It's true. So I spend my, a lot of my time here at Information 1000 KSOO, but you know, it's an afternoon show. So I've got a little extra time on my hands occasionally. And so, uh, my guest later in the show, uh, you know him as disgruntled former city commissioner, Matt Staub. He'll be with us. Uh, well, Matt had, uh, I've known Matt for a long, long time, right? He's a friend of mine. And he's been on this show many times. And he had somebody who quit at the bait shop he runs over there, Northview Bait. And I said, hey, you know, can I help you out? I got, I got a few hours in the morning where I can, I can help take care of you. And so that's what happened. And I've been working at the bait shop. <laughs> And I don't think anybody who knows me would ever think that I'd be working at a bait shop. But, you know, here's the thing. It's not all bait, people. The world's not all bait. There's also tackle. You got your uh, high-end dog and cat food, propane, propane accessories. We're having a lot of fun over there at the bait shop. And uh, my friend Matt will be on the show later today. So I thought I'd better tell you that because it's going to come up. All right, because now he's sort of my boss. Eh, sort of, you know. I mean, it's, I'm, it's a loose relationship there. But, you know, I can't steal from him or anything like that. I can't borrow money from him. So, And then you also have to consider, well, oh, yeah, you're going to have this guy on because he's running this place and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Right, so he's still going to be a guest on the show. It's a, li- yeah, it's a line that we have to draw, and you also have to be that full disclosure kind of person right. about it. Right. So things, in fact, I have, when, when Matt's on later in the show, I, I do have some suggestions for him, some business suggestions. We'll see, you know, how he takes those. He's not the most flexible dude in the world. He says he's flexible. All right. But we'll, we'll see. And I've got, I got 10 or 12 or so opportunities. We'll just call them oper- business opportunities for Matt Staub at the bait shop. And uh, so that'll be that'll be fun for us all, uh, you know, but it's odd. I'll admit it's odd because I I don't fish. <laughs> uh, but I have learned a lot about ice fishing, you know, because it's cold in the past few weeks. I know what spikers got get uh, you got them. You get them red or white spikers. Them are creepy, crawly little larvae deals. You got to be able to know the jargon. Waxworms. I know about waxworms. Grubs. Shiners, and then you know when it gets warmer out, we'll get into your leeches and your night crawlers and such. And uh, you know, there's there's language in a bait shop. There's there's speech patterns. You hear a lot of you know a guy could, if a guy could, you know you know that line. If a guy could just get out there about ten, you might be able to catch that perch run. Yeah, I got her in about uh, twelve feet. Twelve feet away, really twelve feet. I would think that'd be more like fifteen, sixty. No, it's about twelve feet. Oh, so, got, but you got to watch out for the snags in this area. Oh yeah, yeah. How they're running up there on uh, eighty-one? Uh, 
you know, some guys have been having some luck up on 81, but when it gets out, there'll be a lot of other guys around there. <laughs> see what I'm, see where I'm going? How's she going up on Ponset? I'm not hearing much about Ponset. You know, it's like a city up there on Ponset. I hear that. <laughs> it's fun. It's awesome. It's great material for the show. It's a new brand of people that you've been able to yeah. associate with. Yeah, so now I know how to, you know, fill propane tanks, ran the snow blade. I can scrape off the parking lot. Um, I can bag up minnows. You want you want a scoop of minnow? What, what do you need? You need a scoop of medium, a scoop of large? All right, got it. You want a bag or you got it? Oh, okay, you got your own tank there. That's good. <laughs> uh, it's good times. Good times. I, I put together a, a ice shack. That was good. So, you know, every day is different at the bait shop, and we'll find out. We'll get, we'll get some input from Matt when he gets here later today. Uh, beautiful day out there today. Good fishing. Good fishing today. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, and we have a fantastic show. In addition to disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub, we're also going to talk with the smart cyclist Michael Christensen for Weird Friends. He'll be in studio, and he's uh, going to be participating in this uh Strong Towns deal for downtown next week. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to, this is, uh, I've been talking about this event uh, all week. And that is, uh, it's this uh, extreme international motorcycle ice racing out at the Shields Iceplex on Saturday. And we've got a gentleman in, Anthony Barlow is involved with that organization. He's going to be with us to fill us in on exactly what's going to happen. It sounds fun. Sounds like something I'd be interested in if I'm not ice fishing. I might be racing my motorcycle on ice. And I'll have a P&L statement just after the break. Today's topic, I, I, can't, I can't avoid this, all right? I, can't, I just can't. It's, it, it's really fascinating. And that's, uh, you know, Donald Trump on guns. That was, that was some fine television yesterday. I didn't get to see all of it, but I have read quite a bit. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So stay with us. That's all coming up on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000. K-S-O-O. 318 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 K-S-O-O. Getting closer to free with the Bodines on the PL statement here on the Patrick Lally Show. I think my singing voice is coming right along. Pretty soon I won't even need this, the background. Just be me singing Bodine songs here on the Patrick Lally Show. Well, okay, that's not going to happen. I, I, I don't mean to scare you people. That would be sad. I, I, I still will require the background vocals. I almost thought that hubris was taking over for a moment. <laughs> no, I, Dan would never let that happen. Um, so the news of the day yesterday, and this, this was sort of, uh, it was happening right before we went on the air because I was listening to the Dana Lash show as I was getting ready here in the studio. And Dana's, you know, a spokesperson for the NRA, so you know where she's coming. But uh, so the president had uh, gathered together bipartisan group of Congress people and to talk about guns. And he like, I don't know where this came from. This is the man who what, you know, so I'm, I'm reading today and they're sort of going back and looking at some of the things that uh, the president has said um, about the NRA, you know, during the campaign and after. And he just met with the. NRA, uh, the National Rifle Association, uh, this weekend, and you know, and he came out of there saying, you know, it's, 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 you know, they're they're not bad people, and you know, which you know, they're probably not bad people, you know, we're not they're not questioning people's, you know, value as human beings, um, but it's it's uh, uh, he's he's never been a guy that sounded like he was going to stand up to the NRA, right? He was the guy who was going to have a, the NRA was going to have a friend in the White House. 
He said uh, before at the annual conference last year, this is from the New York Times I saw today, he says, to the NRA, I can proudly say I will never, ever let you down. Well, I think he let him down yesterday because he was saying that we need to have, uh, you know, we need to have more background checks. We need to take guns from people who we deem them to be dangerous without due process. I mean, he, you know, he was getting pushback from the Republicans saying, Mr. President, I think we need to, you know, think about that. And he said, no, take the gun, then due process. I was I was just blown away by that. And I haven't had a chance to listen to too much conservative commentary today, but I did read a little bit and they're, you know, they're flabbergasted, flabbergasted. I, and I was a little shocked too. And the Republicans came out of there and uh, Senator Ben Sass, Sassy, Sassy, I can't. Ben Sass. Sass. He's from Nebraska. I should know that Republican. He said, we're not ditching any constitutional protection simply because the last person the president talked to today doesn't like them. You know, it was it was crazy. You know, he's saying you got to roll it all together. He he looked at, you know, one of the big things the Republicans in the NRA have been pushing is this uh, uh, universal uh, care, uh, concealed carry thing where, or, you know, reciprocity where you can go from one state to the other. And he's like, no, that is not happening. That is not happening. I, I mean, you could see their jaws agape. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh but something clearly has. And I, you know, leaving the, leaving the, the, the policy issues behind here for a second, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you, argue about guns one way or the other, because I, I, you know, I think you can make a pretty good argument that South Dakota doesn't really have a gun problem. Okay, we're not. But, you know, you, you can't be too careful either. So let's have the discussion. But I don't think you can really believe necessarily what the president says at this point. I mean, look at the he did the same thing with immigration and he came back and said, I changed my mind. You know, we've been down this road before, uh, but maybe I'm being too cynical. So I'm just going to try and take an alternative view today. And that's this. I actually think Donald Trump was speaking from his heart to the degree that he can do that at this point. He's saying we need to do something. OK, that's a common reaction. There's nothing magical about that. He's talked to all the parties at the table, and these are, uh, and he's saying these are a few things that we should do, and he thinks that everybody's going to be on board. Um, his blunt assessment of that conceal, conceal carry reciprocity was just stunning. He's just saying, I mean, and, and you know, the guys are sitting across the table from him, and he's saying, no, get over, you, you're not going to happen. You're not going to get that. I will say that that assessment of due process that, you know, take the guns first, due process second, is a little disturbing in the big picture in that uh, he doesn't seem to have a problem undermining that. He's not thinking of the nuance there with what is a very important constitutional right of due process. But in a narrow sense, it's something that a lot of people think might be a good thing, which is first get the gun away from the person who is having trouble and then figure out what to do rather than waiting around for something bad to happen. I you know, I, I understand that sentiment, and that's clearly what he's expressing there. But how do you do that with somebody who hasn't been adjudicated one way or the other, who maybe you just think is a little off? Does that person have their guns removed until you figure out what off is? And just because somebody has a mental illness doesn't mean they abrogate their constitutional rights. So just because the, the, the presence of a mental illness alone is not enough to take somebody's gun away, right? Because it's not enough to take somebody's, having a mental illness doesn't allow you to take away their free speech, their practice of religion. Just the presence of a mental illness is not enough. And that's where it becomes difficult. That's where this question of, is, is this person a danger to themselves or others? And different states have different uh, measuring sticks for that, different ways to uh, decide whether a person needs to be institutionalized for their own good if they're, you know, uh, chronically suicidal and can't live in on their own. These are the big questions that we answer all the time, and it's a kind of a shifting sand as to where those rights end. 
And it's the same with guns. Okay, so it's not as black and white as guns first, due process second. And that's not just NRA people who that causes a little fear for. It's people who really are uh, fans of the Bill of Rights. But he did. He beat back this notion, though, that you can't. On the this is the plus side. He beat this back. This 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 notion you can't have a discussion about guns, and I think that's good. He's responding to that public outcry, which can be good, but you have to temper the desire to do something with doing something that is backed by logic and the likelihood of long-term success. And here's where I think the rub is. And this is, I think, what the president is figuring out. Is that it's pretty hard to have that discussion when the CDC is barred from even studying gun violence to provide some objective data. Maybe we can break through that now and at least start dealing in some real facts. I know that's a pipe dream, but maybe. And maybe we can do some things to maybe make us all, especially children in schools, maybe make everybody a little bit safer and not throwing every notion out as automatically wrong. And if that's a byproduct of what happened yesterday, then that's good. I was as, I was as surprised as anyone. And you know what? I take that as a good thing. That's the bottom line on today's PL statement. You can agree or disagree with me. Drop me a note, Patrick at KSOO.com via email. Follow us on the Twitter at P. Lally Show. Facebook Live is always there for you to chat as well. Coming up next on the show, Michael Christensen, the smart cyclist, and we're going to talk about strong towns. It's going to be fun. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-five on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. I was born in the Dublin street where the loyal runs do beat, and the loving English people walked all over us. And every single night when the town would come home tight, he'd invite the neighbors out with his chorus. Come out, you black and tans, come out and fight me like a man. Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders. Tell her how the IRA made you run like hell away from the green and lovely lays of Gilishandra. And I play a little black and tans. Come out, you black and tans from the Irish descendants for my next guest, the smart cyclist, Michael Christensen, which has nothing to do with him or cycling, but it's nice out and I'm feeling it. I'm Danish. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. When you're on this show, you're getting Irish music. I have family in an Irish band. In Milwaukee, they play Irish Fest every year. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, That's a big, big show out there in It Milwaukee. is, and they have a standing gig. <laughs> they're, they're a small band, but they have a standing gig at That's that time. That's pretty cool. So pretty cool, yeah. Um, you should invite them over. Get them in here and play. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh. There we mm. go. Now we're talking. Could that be the thing that would get them here to visit? Well, I'll get you on the radio. <laughs> I promise. I got, I, got a, I got a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> I'll take care of you. Um, smart cyclist, it's beautiful out. What are you doing this weekend? Tell me you're riding. I am. I'm hoping to get on the, uh, the 60K gravel ride north of Hartford called the, being called the Gravel Buffalo. That sounds fun. We're leaving from the stomping grounds, I think, and going to. Is that a coffee shop? I think it is okay. in Hartford, which I should go to and find out about, right? Yeah, because you're, you're a coffee shop right I love guy. coffee shops. And uh, 60K, that's 36 miles. Something like that, yeah. 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 That's not bad. I think there's a lunch stop involved, too, so I got my finger in that. I'm also thinking uh, Livewell's doing a mile hike tomorrow evening at the outdoor campus. Yeah. I, we've got uh, Thea Miller-Ryan coming in tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But, okay. yeah, that sounds fun, too, like a moonlight hike. Yeah. It starts at 6.30. I don't know what time sunset is these days, but I figured they did the math, right? Yeah. So I trust them. Yeah. yeah just a mile <laughs> hike and some, some good snacks after that. So I got my finger in that too. Snacks? Snacks. Awesome. It's live well. It'll be healthy. Uh, it'll be like those pretzels. Carrots and celery. 
be saltless pretzels <laughs> and water, and you'll like it. No, it's... so that'll be fun. I'm, I'm I'm looking, not fully committed to either of those because I haven't discussed the plans with the family. But you know, you got people in your family who go on that gravel ride with I you. I do. I think yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, that sounds like fun. I, I yeah. got to think about that gravel ride. I don't know. It might be a little early for me. Nine o'clock out at, uh, stomping grounds in Hartford. Yes. And it's not going to turn into a 50 mile suffer fest <laughs> because, because of the people involved. Be a little lower pace than I got sucked yes. into the last time. Yes. Yeah. I have an offer tomorrow morning also to, uh, do probably a 50 mile suffer fest. Yes. But at least this time I'd know going in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hey, you're involved with this. You're on a panel next week. I got a I, gig. I think it's very interesting. What is this panel you're involved with? Um, the panel is at the is the second half of a program that Downtown Sioux Falls is uh, putting on. Um, and I think the panel is going to be uh, the program guy who does his speech, um, his presentation, and me and such esteemed people as your friend Jody Schwan ah, and current city councilman Greg Neitzert. Frequent guests gonna, on this program. Are going to feedback on, on the uh, program. That's cool. And so the program's about, it's okay, it's uh, Downtown Sioux Falls bringing this guy Chuck Marone. Is that his name? Marone? Yes. Marone. Chuck Marone. Uh, from Strong Towns. Uh, what's Chuck's deal? Chuck's deal is he's an engineer and planner and an urbanist. And been doing it for a couple of decades. Um, he runs Strong Towns, which is a podcast, a website, you know, that normal media mm-hmm. outlet kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah. he runs around the country and presents about resiliency and city planning and a little bit on transportation. Um, we're transportation guys, so we, we think of him as that. But yeah. really, he's, he's just city and community guy. And uh, he's very good. I was reading up on him this afternoon. He's on the list of 100 top urbanists of all time. Uh, that would be a Planetizen's list. Plan. So, planet. Planet. Dizen. <laughs> As in citizen, but planet. Ah, got it. Um, yeah, so he's coming. Uh, the program is put on by downtown Sioux Falls, 3 o'clock on Monday. Um, Neighborhoods First is going to be his presentation where he talks about neighborhood level development yeah. and how it's how that's resilient. Um, that's perfect. The for resiliency us right now. of neighborhood level development, which yeah, for our for our efforts in neighborhood associations and neighborhood organizings or get together, that fits right in there. So Yeah, yeah. there's getting to be more and more of the neighborhood associations. You know, we think of all saints right away because they're well, I mean, they're a little hoity, but no, I kid uh, I kid my all saints <laughs> friends. But they've been very aggressive. They've been very good. Um, the community, the broader community would remember that they painted the intersections on some of their yeah. busier roads it's as really a cool. way to say, hey, slow down, enjoy your drive through here instead of just blitzing through and running over the toes of our kids while they're standing on the sidewalks. So. Yeah. But there's been, since now, the city's encouraged a lot of different neighborhood associations. I don't know them all, but yes, uh, there's a lot of them out there. And I mean, even as far down as just labeling neighborhoods with signage, you are now in the... Whittier neighborhood. Right. You are now in the, uh, some other ones that I didn't know were neighborhoods, you know, but that's cool. Right. There's, yeah, there's uh, the high level of organization is the actual neighborhood association, but then there's just neighborhoods that have a block captain and get together. Neighborhood watch is probably the mm-hmm. low level organization yeah. of that. So. And then there's, but this guy's is Chuck Marone. He's going to come in and say why that's all important. Yeah, and, and probably give us some ideas and suggestions on, on how to improve and how to build on that. So Where's all this happening, Michael? It's at the Shh Icon Lounge, so we're going <laughs> to have to keep it down. <laughs> if they give me a microphone, we might be trouble. No amplified it's, sound. Uh, 3 o'clock at the Icon Lounge on Monday. Okay, that sounds and fun if you're, if you're into that sort of thing. And, you know, if you're a listener to this program, you probably are. Right, and there is a fee, so there's tickets, uh, $20 in advance, I think, and $25 at the door. But it's sponsored by Downtown Sioux Falls, right? Right, they're, they're bringing them. Okay. Yep. Well, they're good people over there at Downtown Sioux Falls. Our friends Brianne Minner and... Uh, Joe uh, Bachelor. Joe Bachelor, right. Yep. Super. And you're going to be on it with Jody and Greg Neitzert. And, and you're Chuck gonna, himself. And Chuck himself, and you're going to talk about how to make Sioux Falls a better place to live. Yeah, or ask him questions and let yeah. him talk more. Or oh, so ask him the right questions to get him to... Relate to Sioux so Falls. if you're a community activist of any sort, or int- not even activist, just 
interested. Com- community interested. Yeah. Get down there. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. That sounds fun. What else are you doing? Anything cool? Oh, man. I, we just, you now got we, me stumped. We're off script. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> I can't go off script. Oh, God. So, uh, I'm sorry. You, we, we're going to go, you want to go to this uh, extreme international ice racing? I was reading that you had that guy on. Yep. And yes, I want to hear about it. Well, you should probably stick around. Because he's coming in next? Well, I hope so. Okay. (laughs) That's coming up next. In fact, we're going to stop and take a very short break here and come right back with Anthony Barlow, who is with the Extreme International Ice Racing. It's a big event at the Iceplex this Saturday. Michael, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Patrick. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 347 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. This is Low by Cracker. Sometimes I want to take you down. Sometimes I want to get you low. I brush your hair back from your eyes. I take you down, let the river flow. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just okay to let the music play a little bit. It's okay. You know, it's a good song. I like Cracker a lot. I saw Cracker at the uh, old Latitude 44. You probably don't know Crackers. I do know Cracker a little bit. Yeah. I did not know that they were at the Latitude 44. That, of course, is uh, not Anthony Barlow. That is Michael Christensen, the smart cyclist, who's... Well, he's, he's, he's agreed to stay with us for a little bit longer this afternoon. We'll see if uh, Anthony Barlow shows up from the Extreme International Ice Racing. Boop. Oh, wait. A million pop is going to make me sleep. But just one rose, it knows your name. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Good stuff, Cracker. If, you've not, if you're not a fan, become one. Um, uh, Michael Christensen, the smart cyclist, still with us. So we were going to talk about this uh, extreme ice racing thing and I, with and Mr. I was, Barlow. And, and I was really curious about we're, it. we're both very fascinated by this. So the details here are uh, this thing is 7.30 on Saturday night at the Shields Iceplex. Witness motorcycle racing on ice. Man and machine going from 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds, riding speedway bikes and quads that are modified to compete on an indoor ice arena. Now that's doesn't that sound impressive? I'm impressed. Two, so there are t- over two thousand metal studs added to the tires, and there are no brakes. Yeah, I've seen this. Okay, so you know, like uh, I've been to ice races, and I've actually ridden a motorcycle on the ice with studs in the tires. Like, have you? Okay. Yeah. Well, you the way we used to do it back in the back in the dark days of the '80s was on Coval Lake. No, not Coval Lake. Okay. Brant Lake. Yeah, Lake Madison. They still, they still do it. At they Brown still Lake. do that. Yeah. And so what we would do is just uh, take uh, like sheet metal screws and put them in the knobby tires, mm-hmm. and it was fine. That's what I did not race, but but you wrote, but you've I, done it. I've, I've seen. I've been to the races. I have family that race and okay. these things. Okay, so uh, that's pretty cool. But that's out on a wide open, yeah, thing. You so know, you get to the end of this run and you slam it in reverse to stop. <laughs> well, I have seen they do this in in like Russia, okay, okay. Eastern Europe. And it is a very tight circle. And my recollection is that the motorcycles are, uh, like, there's a big front wheel on it with a lot of studs in it. Like, they were like nails in those things. Okay. But, yeah, they don't have any brakes. And yeah, it is the Extreme International Ice Racing. That's XIIR.org is their website. XIIR.org. No, XIIR.org. XIIR.org. And you, do they have videos and such, I imagine? Um, I'm not finding any on this particular thing that I'm looking at. but bet you Uber producer Dan Peters can find some can videos find of international extreme ice racing. Tweet some of those out. Yeah. So let's talk cool. Iceplex. Have you ever been there? I've not been inside of it yet. I have not either. This well. seems like the time. <laughs> I don't think this is typical usage of it. But that's, right. I've been ice skating. I can ice skate, so I should go. I, you know, they're going to tear that up pretty good. But I suppose, you know, you break out the Zamboni and everything's okay. Right. Or you might have to do a couple runs after this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or like, you know, let it melt down and then bring it back right. up. But yeah. it's pretty cool. It's 12 bucks. Is that what it is? Yeah, which isn't bad. They've also got, uh, you know, quads. So it's a, it's going to be a, a, a night of adventure. I think it would be great for like 12-year-old boys. If you got a 12, like a 8 aren't, to 12-year-old boy, are gonna they're going to be into this. Aren't we all 12-year-old boys at heart? Well, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm fascinated by it, and I'm kind of bummed that uh, uh, my guest, Mr. Barlow, who's with these folks, and maybe he wasn't able to get here for some reason or another. He's not from town. Maybe he got caught in traffic. He's British. I talked to him on the phone. So that maybe he was driving on the wrong side of the road and he got in an accident. Could be. That's probably not it. That's that's uh, uh, that's uh, biased on my part against the British. But I have been playing rebel songs, so maybe that's okay that he didn't show up. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so racing. But that's a pretty small track. A hockey rink, basically. Right. Is that... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, sixty miles an hour around a hockey rink. I can't imagine. And do we know that it's just one hockey rink there in that iceplex, or is it? I know they have three sheets of ice, but I think they're all separate. Separate, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they open the little gap between them so that, that could or, be. Or maybe you jump. Jump. You could have ice jumps. That would be awesome too. So I have officially marked myself as Facebook interested. <laughs> Can't quite go to the, can't quite switch to the Facebook going, which is binding, by the way. If you mark yourself going to an event. You're going. It's binding. You have to go. Period. So, yeah. Period. Well, I, I recommend it highly for people to go out there and see it. I, I think it's, it, I love motorcycle racing anyway. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I used to go to a lot of uh, short track races out at Saddleback raceway mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. that's fun that's not that much bigger than that than a hockey rink though but it's banked yeah so you can get a little bit of a and there's less ice <laughs> there's less you know what i really want to do hmm. yes no i don't what i have talked to uh my friend rick ollers you know rick i do he of ollers body shop but also of the uh, uh sioux empire motorcycle club oh okay like one of the founding members of sioux empire motorcycle club and I think it would be a gas to have bike races on the short track, on the motorcycle track. At you know? Saddleback. Yeah, just like they do it for motorcycle, where you yeah. get like four four at a time and you have heats. You know, it could be mountain bikes, full suspension mountain bikes or cross bikes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. One, how, you know, just even one lap. How's the reception of those conversations? Good. Really, it's just probably at this point a matter of somebody actually taking the reins. Yes. They have mm. lights out there and camping. Oh. oh. See, you could do like a cross-country mountain bike race uh, the next day. Yeah. And have the like Friday night you could short do a, track. You could do a weekend point series. Oh, man. Shoot, no. Let's plan it right now. Yeah, we're, we're going to do this. It's going to be part of the racing series in uh, the fall racing series. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, Michael, thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit. We're going to go out with a little bit of, a little more cracker for you. Okay. We'll see you next week, eh, right? Yes, absolutely. We'll talk some more ice racing. We're going to come back on the other side of the hour with disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub, which will be a lot like this, only with different music. And more, more talk of bait. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. on the Patrick Lally 358 coming up next we've got Matt Staub disgruntled former city commissioner stay close for the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters on the Patrick Lally show information 1000 KSOO Lyle Love It yeah there you go I love Lyle Love It did I tell you that yeah you did that's why I picked it he it's funny you grabbed this Lyle Love It September 3rd, Red Rocks. Jason Isbell, September 4th, Red Rocks. Back to back? Back to back, and I'm not going to go. Why? Red Rocks is just a smooch too far. Yeah, you get a cheap flight on Frontier. I saw that. It was just advertised yesterday today, like 67 bucks. I did it last summer. It was awesome. I don't know. Let's go. You go, I'll go. All right. Sounds good. I'm in.
Uh, that, of course, is uh, the voice of uh, the disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub, frequent guest on this show. And as I said earlier in the show, if you weren't here, I he's my he's also my boss now. When we got to talk about that, One I didn't I, I didn't really didn't want you admitting that you were working there because it's bad for my business. <laughs> I mean, Patrick, you tell people that you I, put together ice shacks. Now, nobody's going to buy one because it's like, okay, oh, Pat uh, Latterick put together this ice shack. I can't buy that. It's finely crafted. No, they'll come in and say, where's the Patrick Lally special? That's right. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll put my photo in it. I'll sign it. I thought the exact opposite thing. I think guys are thinking, I'm not buying that Patrick Lally assembled. I was all, I know how to run a drill. and I mean, you're the I one to that show told you. Me, I had to show no, you. No, you're the one that told me not to drill any pilot holes. Did you? No, I didn't. What was with all the extra screws? I saw there's like seven, eight extra screws. It said put them a foot apart, and so I did. I put more in than it required. I can put more in if you want. No, I already took care of it. It's fine. Disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub. We have him in to talk about music and politics. So usually I play Jason Isbell for you as you you made the note, but you didn't want any Jason Isbell today. Correct, and and that Lyle was a good pick, and I like the boat one that he has too, the boat song I really, really like. Because if I had a boat, yes, I would that's grow a great off song. on the ocean. That's a great song. Yeah, from the same album. Yeah, well, see, if we had a million hours here, when we went to see Lyle down in Lawrence, Kansas this last summer, an event happened, and it, it was one of those that the whole crowd gasped, and it could have been a disaster, and Lyle handled it with grace and dignity and humor, and it made the whole show a hundred times better, and I just I want to see Lyle again. So. I want to see him once. I love Lyle Lovett. He's he's fantastic. This particular record, this is the big band. Lyle Lovett and his big band, and but live, fantastic, Patrick. Yeah. What what sort of band did he have there? He had. Okay, I'm not a politically correct kind of a guy. He had so several African American, like a, like a, a choir, yep. and he had uh, a bunch of guys on some brass, like the brass holes, very similar, but just a lot, 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 lot better. <laughs> Um, um, and he had some guests, and, and what he does in the summer, he talked about this on his summer tours. Obviously, Lyle Lovett calls some teacher in Wisconsin and says, "Come on the road with me." They go, "Where do I? Where, you know, where do I go?" Um, so he gets these guys, professors and stuff that know their music, and 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 they get together and they go out on the road, and he puts them in their bus and on his bus and they just have a good time and it's people that you would never hear of but people with talent come on out of their ears and it's just awesome i mean like i said we went all the way to lawrence kansas so we had friends down there so well lawrence is a lovely place it's a great town it's a lot like sioux falls yeah except it's it's much more, more liberal yeah it's also more green and more hilly than yes, you would there's imagine. more trees and stuff yes because yeah. the rest of kansas is a suck hole you get to the west, yeah. West of Lawrence, it pretty much peters out. So. Oh, yeah. But Lawrence, I could live in Lawrence. Like I said, we have several friends that live down there, so we go down every couple of years. Did my first half Ironman in Lawrence. It was about 100. See, now that just... I, it's windy. Just, you, you surprised me. You I and know. I have had the discussion. Well... There's more to Patrick Lally than you would think. It's, <laughs> it's almost creepy. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we, you know, we like to have Matt on and talk about current events and uh, such. Let's talk about something in city politics. It's not really politics. It's city government kind of. And that is the whole flap on the icon lounge, which I have not talked to you about. Do you, have you been following this one? I, I have a bit. And I listened a little bit with the, with the lady you had on yesterday. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Stacy Newcomb Island. How do you live downtown and complain about noise? And here's here's the deal. I'm having uh, this is, and I'm a quiet kind of guy. I know you are. This is uh, new to everybody. Uh, Sheila Hazard, who is who she and her husband Jeff Hazard developed that property, Jones Four Twenty One, have a lot of property downtown. She can be on the show on Monday, so tune in and we can we'll have that discussion because you know as always, I, and in the end, I think the city's I think it's the city's fault. How do you how do you set a fifty five decibel rating in a downtown area? That's pretty low. I mean, it's just not reasonable. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah I, I I don't have a lot of sympathy for the neighbors on that one. You got to look at where you where you're growing, where you're building. Um, and when I was city commissioner, I would also I would look at things when people would would buy houses out on the edge of town. It's like okay, you're going. I'm just going to grab Tenth Street mm-hmm. it, or let's go Twenty Sixth Street. You know, when you're when you're half a mile or a mile out of town on 26th Street, that's great. Do you not think the city's going to take 26th Street all the way out? Right. So don't complain to me that it's a five-lane street in front of your house when you had a gravel road. Um, 
and we live on what would be 10th Street, which will never get to us, but sure, um, it won't. I'll be dead and then bring it through. I don't care. So. Except you're on the other side of the river, aren't you? Yes, you're that's east. why it'll never come through. Yeah, it's not going to come that way. Because it all flows downhill when we're on the wrong side of the hill. It'd be way too expensive to, to, to develop where we live. So, What do you make of growth in this community? It's, it, is, it, is it done? Is it well-planned? Do you think it's well-planned? Do you? Do you think it's well-planned? Do planned? you? No. You're the smart. I don't think so either. And it's, uh, you can't it's get a path of, It's a path of least resistance with planning. Yes. And, 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 and every, uh, it's, we're, 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 I'm treading on thin ice, so I got to be careful what I say. Um, you can't get from the east side to the west side because I live east of town. And to get to the west side of town, I got to go to the north or I got to go south and go around and through. From my store to here, you know, I jump on the interstate, go all the way south and come back up around. But that's fine. You, yeah, but you can't get east to west. But and it's, it's the I would the the thing about the interstate belt is that works. I what I don't like is just the the the, the sprawl of it. Um, everybody's got to have this much land, and it, it it's just it's eating up land. And the farther you do that, the more you do that, the more you stress the infrastructure of streets and transportation yes. and everything. No, else. I, I I would agree with you. It's and and one thing every once in a while we you and me you and I. There give uh, my man Mike a little bit of credit, and every once in a while, him he him wanting to fill in some of these spots is a good idea. No, that is a good idea. You so. should repurpose the core, yeah. Instead of and you don't always need to tear everything down either, but sometimes you do need to tear things down and build houses. And they do they have been yes. doing that, and that's been good. Yes, it's not just you know Habitat for Humanity actually started doing yes. That. So now the city's done some of it too. So yeah, we'll give them some credit for that. A little bit, go. not much, but a little. A little. Um, we're going to come right back and talk more music and politics, uh, travel, uh, urban planning with disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Well, I went to church last Sunday so I could sing and pray. But something quite unusual happened on that day. The church is started right on time, just like it does without a doubt. And everything is all just fine. So it came time to let us out. Four eighteen on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO. Feel bad interrupting Mr. Lovett there. I'm telling you, you and I need to do a music show at you know ten o'clock at night on FM. Talk to uh, I talk uh, to my people. What's 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 the big shot, guys? Don. It's not it's not and try and evoke my real boss here. I don't need a battle of the bosses. Well, whoever we need to talk to, get yeah, it done. I'll, I'll see what I can do for you. Yeah, we should. That'd be great. Thing is, we wouldn't have to actually be there at ten. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, this, this lie, I love it. Uh, Church. This is one of my favorite songs. He's just awesome. I love this song. And he's funny. Have you seen him on concert? I have not. I have not. He, it was almost, when we went to see him, it was almost like, stop playing music and just talk. He's no. that funny. He's just, and it's and it's not like set up jokes. It's just him talking. Yeah. Just, Those are the best. Oh, he's, the best. He's, he's phenomenal. Um, well, we got a little Lyle Love It playing here. Um, if do you, you have to have paid attention to the... Uh, the battle, the cage match in the House of Representatives. I did. It's funny you bring it up. Yeah, weird. Um, so I have talked to several people now on this issue. And well, you I, and Pat Powers talked about it yesterday. Pat Powers talked right? about it. Corey yeah. Heidelberger and I talked about it a little bit. And it, here's, I think, nobody is condoning the man's behavior. This is the issue where uh, uh, Representative Johnson yelled at and said some nasty names to Representative DeSanto. They've had a longstanding apparently differences over what is a conservative out there in Rapid City, which is a debate that I don't need to get into. But uh, so I take it as he did a bad thing, but the reports of it were made it sound initially before the video came out like the man had to be held back. Yes, yes. But let's, let's, because you, you, you stumbled into the trap, Patrick Lally. Oh, Okay, you prefaced it by saying the, and we all make this mistake, the division that's out there in Rapid City, which and it's everywhere in the state, the the hard right of which Mr. Santo is, mm-hmm. and the not so hard right which probably Mr. Johnson is in, and probably Mr. Pat Powers 
Because when I, you know, you read his blog, I read mm-hmm. his blog, probably, like you said, one of the better blogs. Mainstream in, Republican blog. Yes. And so I think Pat, and, and again, Pat, if you're listening, I'm a, I'm a fan of your blog. Don't get me wrong. Um, he doesn't like the hard right. Pat's right. not a big fan of it. Nope. So he's got that bias against Miss DeSanto and probably a favoritism of towards Representative Johnson. Let's say that was a, a Democrat woman that he was screaming at. Do you think that had been a much, much, much bigger story? No doubt. And there would have been far more defense of her. The And that's what bothers me. And you know me, I'm a right-wing male chauvinistic pig. And for me to step in and say he was a horse's rear end and she and she maybe goaded him, I don't know. And I'm going to guess there was some of that going on. But there's decorum on the floor of the yeah. House of Representatives. I interned one year and I was a secretary one year. Mm-hmm. You do not talk to each other in a public forum like that. Behind closed doors, great, because like I told you, I've had meltdowns. In private, with really being a being elected official, both at the city and at the township, where I the f bombs come out and, and I've stormed out, and but it was you, in private. Well, but and you apologized, and I do, and he did too, and I, yeah. But the way that the leadership, and it goes to that Mark Mickelson, who is not one of my favorites. I mean, he should have stepped up and done something, made a public statement, and what he did say, what little I saw, was pretty pathetic and weak. He released the video, and I know he's doing it to support. But that should his, have been released, no matter yeah, what. It should be. It should be live all the time. I agree that the decorum should be maintained, and that's where he went wrong. I know there's no defense of the behavior. Two things: one, the the suggestions were, you know, she says she was afraid, and I think that that if she was is afraid, that's that's legitimate. He had to apologize for that. He should not have threatened her in that way. It was threatening, but he did not. He did not. But he did come back towards her, and your your counterpart on a different radio station wrote a good piece about this, my old roommate in college. She ended up on the back side of yep. that desk a little out bit. of I think out of concern for her safety. He was that, could that be, was uncalled for and what yes, little it yes. got swept under the rug as much as they could. There's no doubt in my mind. I think that here's my here's the cynical side of me though that says DeSanto doesn't like Mickelson already. Correct. She doesn't like Johnson. And so there is this continuing, oh, I accepted his apology, but, you know, I was really afraid, and and I don't think this was handled very well. And just my point is, say that. Say you don't like Mickelson. Say that, but don't. This this keeps going because she is trying to use that as a bit of a lever. I will agree agree with that. I will agree with that, that she has not handled the apology, unapology, acceptance, unacceptance, you know, when she got up on the floor and said, it's over and done, we're good, and it then passed it's 69 not done. to 1. And now she's on every... And I agree with you that part. Yes. and But I, we don't I know what happened. With, I would scenes. agree with you on this. I, And I think this is a, a corollary to what you're saying, is that men and women do view this differently a little bit. Like, See, and I have that softer side, so I'm on her that's side. That's true. You'd have a, you, have, you do have a more of an overt Fe- feminine I have a feminist, feministic side to me, yes. Yeah. But I then, garden, what about the like cats and yeah, yeah? Like but what about the the conference to, to maybe yeah, look into the side. what about the conference to look into the? Oh, you can't hear. Come yeah. on now. You get, you took, oh, it, it, oh yeah. It oh, it came down. Come on, you used to be a professional. Then then you have the the uh, the conference about okay, are they going to look into expulsion on this thing? So yeah. why did that blow up like it did? I, I think he should just resign personally. I think it was that bad. See, I don't think it was that bad. And I don't think he should be expelled for that. You don't like women, Do, obviously. Well, I, it's not it either. Here's, I, I get, you know, I too have a bit of a bias against DeSanto in that she has said some. Correct. And the, but you've got to take that out the of the meme, equation. And that, the meme the that she said. jury's not allowed to hear that. She never really apologized for, no, this is not a, this is not a, a court. This is public opinion. This is the public. All things are allowed. And the <laughs> meme she sent out about all life splatter, Right. That she was, said some pretty whack things. And I, all, I follow her on Facebook, that all, so I see Yeah, it. that all live splatter thing, you know, that was just offensive. And she never apologized for that. He lost his temper. What she did was deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he should lose his job for losing his temper. What he said, if, if true, 
And now, now that's even in doubt because people say, well, that's not what I heard. If he, if he can't control his temper on the floor of the House of Representatives, and I don't hold politicians in much high regard, you know that. Yep. I mean, they're all, because I am one, so I think I can say that we're all a bunch of horses' rear ends and, 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 and you, we're yeah. all egomaniacs and, and, you know, we've had that discussion. And uh, But if he can't control his temper in public, like I said, if, if this was behind closed doors and they're screaming at each other, I had zero problem with it, none. Mm-hmm. I really don't. It's like a husband and wife fighting. You don't do it out in the front yard in front of the neighbors. You do it in the house like the rest of us do. <laughs> and you don't do it in front of the kids, you know. Yeah. You know, my wife and I have been married 28 years. We've never screamed at each other once. Really? We just don't talk to each other. That's, like it's easier that way. I'm just like, I'm not going to talk to you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I gotta go I've to never work. yelled at my wife. Wow. That's why she stays with you. Maybe, maybe you once do or have twice. A, you do have a soft side. That's, yeah. Yeah. You know, most, and do you think people really care about this thing with DeSanto and Johnson? Really? No, no. It's the 1% of the, of the political nut jobs like you and me. There's nothing else to talk about yeah, because. It's, well, and this has been such a, and I, this, this session has just been a joke to begin with. This is just icing on the cake. It is sort of. It's been a, a horrible session. It's embarrassing to be a resident of the state. Wow. There you go. There you go. You know, I think, you know what I think will solve that? To, to soothe our nerves a little a bit. Little Lyle Lovett a little Lyle Lovett on the way out. Singing about church. Here we go. Where's my boat song? I don't have that one loaded oh. up. I had to come in special to do this. This is awesome to listen to this. It's time for dinner now, let's go. The preaching, he stopped preaching. And a hush, the church did build. And then a, a great white dove from... Oh, uh, this is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOL. We'll be right back with disgruntled former city commissioner, Matt Staub. Travel by turtles. Yes. Travel by turtles. We're for, back on tour. For our guest, disgruntled former city commissioner, Matt Staub. One of my favorite bands of recent memory. They're awesome. They are awesome. They've been here... Several times. Yeah. More than two or three. I hope they come back. I could never pretend that I don't know. Like I said, I think you told me before. You could never pretend that I'm your man. That's exactly the way that I am. Stars and satellites by far and away. They'll be artists of the day at the bait shop every once in a while. Trampled by Turtles Day at the bait shop? Yes. Here we go. You ain't so long. You ain't so long. Awesome. I was so goofy for Trampled by Turtles that I had, um, uh, they were playing up in Fargo at the Moorhead Amphitheater. Have you ever been there, the Blue Stamp? No, I've heard of it. Cool place, really a cool place. Well, they were doing a fundraiser for something I don't even remember, and I won it. It was like a couple, $300. You got two tickets. You got to go in and do them, do the sound check and watch. And oh, wow. The whole thing is empty. There's 15 people there, and I was one of them. And um, if you've ever seen that they did for uh, Squidbillies or whatever, they did a... Squidbillies did a video of one of the of the uh, uh, Trampled by Turtles songs, and so they had Trampled by Turtles as a cartoon. And when they got done, the crowd was yelling "38 Special, 38 Special." <laughs> and D- Dave Simonet, you know, as a cartoon character, says, "No, we're Trampled by Turtles." And so they start throwing bottles at them and stuff. So then Simonet <laughs> says, "Okay, we're 38 Special then." <laughs> so anyway, the song for that video they played for their sound check. And, of course, there's nobody there but me and the three other people, and they get done, and <laughs> I'd go, all right, 38 special. <laughs> and Simonette looked at me like, what? And then he laughed. And it's like, because well, <laughs> he got it. I yeah. mean, it's like, you know, he kind of gave me a thumbs up. It was pretty funny. So you yeah. had to be there, I guess. Yeah, no, no. And you got to know Trampled by Turtles. Good, good story. You've never seen that? Oh, you'll YouTube have to send it to me. What's that? You'll have to send it to me. Or we'll just well, watch YouTube, it at the bait squid, shop. Squid bellies and trampled by turtles. It'll show up. Speaking oh. of the bait shop, so right. as I said earlier, I am now an official uh, morning. You have a written down list of things to improve morning, the bait shop? And I, so I've been taking notes. So right now, Northview Bait and Tackle also, so there's bait. Heaven forbid you talk to me in private about this. There's bait and there's <laughs> uh, uh, tackle yes. and also U-Haul. Yes. And propane. Yes. And storage. Yes. What am I leaving off? Uh, cat and dog, dog food. Cat and dog food. Yeah, pop, candy, that sort of thing. Pop and candy, yep. Um, so 
I got some downtime, right? And so I'm brainstorming about, you know, things you could add on. I'm all for it. Tattoo parlor. That doesn't take up much. I'm room. not a big tattoo guy. Okay. Well, I'm when, just when, saying it's a. It's when a young Miss Staub came home with a tattoo, that wasn't good. Mom and Dad were not real happy. Plasma donation. You know, that doesn't seem like it would take up much room either. But I'm a, a give it away free kind of a guy. Okay. Uh, cigarette vending machine with pull buttons that only take change and only sell Winston's. But the old at eight dollars <coughs> a pack, you know, in, how many in, quarters you need? When we were kids, did you do this? Remember the old you 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 may or may not remember because you were farther north than I was. At Tenth Street between Summit and Duluth was an Apco gas station. Wow! And it's all, but anyway, yeah. in there we had to take, and I remember forty five cents to get my mom Salem yeah. cigarettes. Well, we went and back then. You could do that. A yep. kid could go in and get cigarettes. Yep. Oh yeah. I we, I would love to have a pull, and we saw one in Vegas when we were down there last winter a year ago. Yeah, and it's like wow, an actual pull cigarette machine. It yeah, still doesn't it. work right. Find <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Find me one, and I'll put it in. Uh, gun racks for trucks. That would be. Yeah, but nobody does that anymore because okay. of the theft. Got it. Uh, laundromat with only top load machines to get off balance every load, and you're going. I don't want to run the Kunkel family out of business. No, we don't want to do that. We're we're Kunkel friendly here. Uh, did you see your Kevin on the show the other day, Kevin Kunkel? My wife is just in love with Kevin. I don't uh, know why. That's sad. Um, uh, pawn shop, radio station. Fire. Thought about that. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe this location will work better than the other one. <laughs> uh, metal panel dent repair. I don't know where that came. Uh, liposuction and cosmetic surgery paid f- with high-interest personal loans. You can do it on both sides. <laughs> Mugshot enhancement for online dating sites. That seems like something. That's you know, and photography is one of my things. Yeah, there you go. I've got a decent camera. Taco truck. That's Taco truck is a good um, situation. A friend of mine from Alaska, and the guy, he's an older guy. He's in his 80s, but I met him through hunting and getting his fish, hunting licenses from us. But anyway, he had the great idea. He wanted me to put in a, an espresso coffee. Yes. Thing well, and I don't like coffee. I do. I don't care I about you. I have to you. bring my own coffee. And your cup is still at the store. No, too. I got it. You got it today? Yeah. <laughs> so just, Trump and guns. Oh, did you uh, did you see this today? Yesterday, did you hear it? How could you not? It's all they're talking. I about. know, but did you? Had you I haven't actually seen it. No, I've only seen clips, and the those they clearly were not warned. Like, I think that the Republican, the hardliners that were in there were Blown not away by it, yeah. not pleased. Correct. And I haven't been able to hear much in the way of uh, like uh, Republican or you know conservative talk radio, but there has to be a general hue and cry out there over this. Yeah, I, I mean, they're going to be very upset. I listened to Rush for about ten minutes today, and Rush is always hesitant to go after Trump because they're buddies. I mean, they're both billionaires, and you know that you know, you know that that's also uh, uh, not on this station. So anyway, just a, a certain conservative commentator, and he had to be very upset. <laughs> and he was yes. but he he was wording his he was choosing his words very carefully well dana lash who's on before me second you know she's a, a spokesperson for the nra she's yeah. not very happy and i imagine that buck sexton who comes on after me won't be very happy either neither's matt stop so i don't know uh but as i said at the top of the show i think it i was i don't know where they'll end up i don't think anything's going to happen in that you know but i felt like this was actually Trump talking. Like this is, I'm sure it was something I, he actually believes. I don't. I don't think Trump is in his heart as a conservative as he's come across. No, and, and this that's is coming those, out. This is one of those areas. I mean, he wants to spend that trillion dollars on infrastructure, which we were supposed to have done with Obama and have all the world's problems fixed. But whatever, you know. So it every turns ten out, years we turn in a trillion dollars and it just gets flushed down the toilet. It turns out that actually Donald Trump is. The president who's going to spend a trillion dollars he's not going to spend his money on infrastructure or the federal government's money infrastructure you spend on infrastructure and take away the guns they ain't taking away the guns there's too many there, there's that meme going around on facebook there's 300 million guns and probably a trillion rounds of ammunition out there if there was a gun problem you would know it i mean i own and I don't own a lot of guns. I probably own 12 or 13 or 14. My, that's pi- not, yeah, that's my pistol's in the pickup now because I didn't want to carry it in here. Well, um, you good. would be surprised how many people carry in Sioux Falls. Oh, I know they do. There are probably at any given time a 1,000 people 
armed with a sidearm in Sioux Falls that you just don't know about it. And that's, you know, they have to get the permits. But, you know, they Which I don't believe in, by the way. You don't I have think, one. I have one. I have a you don't think up. there should be permits? No. Where, where, where in the Second Amendment says you can have a gun with a permit? And no, it says you get a gun. Change the Constitution if you don't like it. You don't it. think that the police should be able to know who if you're pulling somebody It's over, none of their damn business. That's why we carry them. Concealed weapon. No, they right. shouldn't they should, know. It, all that means doesn't if mean you, you get, can't have the gun. It means you can't hide it. I, I, I'm all for open carry, personally. I think everybody should have a gun on them. Just like well, in the Wild West. You can open carry. You can, but you know how many cops are going to be called? How many people are going to freak out? I'd love to do it in my store, but i got too many. Some dude walked right down the street with a... I'm all for that. ...with a, a AR-15 one I'm day. all for that. I'm trying to find this. The Breitbart. The Breitbart headline. Oh, here. Wait a minute. No, that's not it. It was just crazy. Oh, here it well, is. Well, they come to the show prepared next Here time. it is. Uh, this is a Breitbart headline. Trump the gun grabber. Seeds Dems wish list, bump stocks, buying age, assault weapons, background checks, tells Scalise to take a hike after surviving a meeting. A, a certain conservative talk show host on another station there said today that the Democrats do not want these gun control measures passed because then they lose their argument. Oh, that's. It's a valid point. That's the, Show uh, me in the Constitution. That is a completely skin, cynical I don't even like point. regulating machine guns like the government does. Oh, my God. I don't. Why don't we regulate free speech then? When they when they made the Constitution 230 There are limits ago, to free speech. What's that? There are limits to free speech. Yes, there are. There you go. We're going to come right back and talk more with I wish you knew what you're talking about. Disgruntled city commissioner Matt Staub as we you know, we got to go out with every t- after every session needs to be tempered by music. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Tour 50 on the Patrick Lally Show. This is a great song, Codeine by Trampled by Turtles. On information 1000 KSOO. Isbel has a codeine. They still have codeine? No, but Isbel has a song named Codeine. Oh, that's right. This is good too. When I hit the Powerball, yep. Trampa by Turtles is going to open for Mr. Isbel in my backyard. I don't know why I'm. Yeah. Co headliners. There'll be about 100 people there. They're all going to be sworn to silence while I listen. There you go. The bands are going to hate it. I'm going to love it. <laughs> I suppose I could put you on the list. Oh, thanks, man. I sure. appreciate that. Sure. We'll save a little. We'll save a little codeine for the end of the segment if we can maybe make squeeze that in. Um, what else has got your goat? I, we haven't talked about uh, uh, the mayor's election in a while. So, <sighs> what are your thoughts now after the last month or so since you were been here last? Well. For what I really want to say, I'm going to acknowledge that I listened to a different radio show. And nope. I can't do that. <laughs> My man, Mike. Wow. I had to channel the station. If that isn't the most narcissistic person I've ever heard in my life, I don't know who is. It's impressive. It, impressive is an understatement. Does he think he's the only one in the world that exists? Oh, wow. It's, it, no. He, wow. The, the statement that blew me away was, when he announced, when he had this press conference announced what he was going to do next and then didn't say what he's going to do next, where he uh, said, South Dakota, if you need us, we'll be here. Wow. No, no, go away. Go to business. It's fine. Just go be a businessman. Make all the money you can. It's cool. That's great. But no. So we have now, but that's almost over. And we got the next crop. Next crop. Um, I don't know that things have changed much. Um, what do you think? I, I and think ob- obviously, um, um, Jim has gotten, he's splashing his name out there a lot. Um, I think Jim's very, very well connected. So is Paul Tenaken, but not like Jim Enneman. Yeah, Tenaken is more connected than the, the newer 
part of the city. Yeah, uh, you know. The, and imagine the more traditional old, old votes. guard. Yes. You know who votes. I know who votes. And that's, that's what I think it comes down to. But I, I don't, I'm not ruling out Ten Haken. I'm not ruling out Jolene. And the, they, she's de- definitely dropped. I would have put her you in the runoff so? a month ago, and I don't know that I put her in now. Why is that? Pretty quiet. I mean, you still got to get your message out there, and I think, you know, she's got that that under thirty five female votes wrapped up. But is that enough to win an election? I think to, being, to get you into a runoff. I think being the only woman in the race makes it possible for her to make the runoff. And what happens after that, you never know, because then it's kind of. No hold. Then you get all the media attention, uh, just on you and the other person. And the yeah. one that that I personally like most, the best friends with, is Greg Jamison. And it's I went to high school with Greg. He's pretty quiet out there in that front because he doesn't have the funds to match it. He did not raise much money. That's not a good sign. No, he raised about twenty five, twenty seven thousand, and which is uh, a lot of money, but but when still not. Ten Haken and Enneman raised a hundred. Correct. That was as of the last reporting. It's going to be tough. And he's in peer right now. Well, and, and, and I have a, another set of friends that are political junkies, and we get together for dinner every once in a while. And, 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 and you, would, you know who he is, but the average person wouldn't know who he is. Um, very well-connected political person and knows a lot of stuff and somebody that I go to a lot for my, with my questions and my thoughts. But he made that comment when Greg ran the – Wanted to go to the legislature, you're screwing it up because mm-hmm. you're going to be in Pierre and you need to be in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Yep. There, and it was I, a mistake, I, I think. Don't I do, you? I do too. Um, you're done. We're out of time. Sorry. That's okay. We're going to finish up with a little trampled by turtles. Disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub and my boss, one of them. Please stop telling thanks, people that. Thanks for coming in, man. I really appreciate <laughs> it. It's always a great time. We're going to have to have you back sooner. So do I get paid like you get paid? No. We'll just take time off your check. Yeah, there you go. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Four fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, this Friday, downtown, first Friday, get down there. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be nice. Get out, have a nice time, enjoy your city. Come up on the show tomorrow. School District Superintendent Brian Maher will be with us. Talking about school issues, we got a lot to talk about there. Buffalo Maiden, Thea Miller-Ryan, all the good stuff on a normal Friday. See you tomorrow. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.